Hey guys, it's Tim Windsor, and I just want to do another nitty gritty with you right now. And what I want to do is just share personally with you on my podcast, I talk about this idea of uncommodifying, of standing out, of being different, of bringing your unique contribution. And I want to tell you a story about how this lives in my life. Not because I want to tell you it so that you think I'm special or, or, or great, because that's not what this is about, but I do want you to understand that I practice what I preach on this podcast about challenging ourselves to stand out and stand up and do things differently. And not just think differently, but do things differently for the benefit of others. That's something I talk about all the time. So I want to share a story with you, and I'd like this story to challenge you, and then I'd like you to think about how can you do this in your life. A number of years ago, I partnered together with a group of people, and we began to get a vision for uh, helping the poor in the community that I lived in at the time. And so we began to ask ourselves, how would we do this? And not just how would we do it, but how would we do it differently? Now, at that time, I didn't necessarily have the language for this. I didn't see it as uncommodifying, but that's ultimately what it became. So I want you to think about this. What we ultimately did, I think, is we uncommodified compassion and support. So this is what it looked like. And here's a question. When food isn't free, but you can't buy it, but you can shop for it, And when you leave, you'll understand its value and the cost to someone else and to you. What would that look like? And that's what we challenged ourselves with. Listen to this. When food isn't free, but you can't buy it, but you can shop for it. And when you leave, you understand its value and the cost to someone else for you. This is all about this idea of a food bank. I lived in a very affluent community with a group of people. We were part of starting an organization that created a food bank. But here's the deal. It wasn't a traditional food bank. You didn't come in and people sized you up and said, here's what you get and you got a bag of food. We actually believed that that wasn't very dignifying to the people that we would be working with. And we also wanted them to understand the value that was being provided for them. And so what we did is we created a store experience with the food that was donated. We priced it and put it on shelves in a small store environment. And when people came for help, when they came to this community group for help, we dignified them by actually providing them with a voucher uh, with a certain value on it, $100 or $200, and then mothers and fathers and, and children or whoever it was and went down into the store and they were dignified by being allowed and given the privilege and opportunity to pick their own food, what they wanted with the voucher money they had. When they were finished doing this, which is, by the way, which is what all of us get to do if we have the money to buy food, we get dignified with the process of selecting it ourselves, not just shoved food in our face and said, this is what you want. And I understand that sometimes that's the way food banks work, but it wasn't what we wanted. It wasn't what would fulfill our desire. And so ultimately they would get that food, they would come upstairs and we would wring that food out. The volunteer would wring it out in a cash register and punch it all in and the value would come up and then they would pay with the voucher that they were given. And at the end of that transaction, at the end of that experience and encounter, we would say, thank you for shopping here and this has been provided to you by the generous people who support this initiative. It was a totally different way of looking at how we can engage with the marginalized in our community. It was a dignifying experience. It was 
what I would consider an uncommodified experience. And so many times we had stories told of us of people who came who couldn't believe the dignity that they were provided in the process. These were people who were, some of them, they didn't have jobs. Sometimes they had severe mental health problems. Sometimes they were the working poor. They had a job, but they actually couldn't take care of their family properly, particularly in the city that we lived in. We uncommodified, in my opinion, the experience of that food bank. We uncommodified the experience that mothers and fathers and children and partners and and people had when they came in so that we could dignify them and help them understand that they were valuable and that there was a valuable thing that was happening as people helped them. Now, listen, this is really, really important. Why am I telling you this? I'm telling you this because I want you to understand that I've been challenging myself for a long time to uncommodify the things that I get involved in, whether it's in business, whether it's in my personal life, whether it's in my family, or whether it's in the community groups or agencies that I get involved with, whether it was times when we worked in Africa or India or Kenya or all these different places in Mozambique and in Zimbabwe, we always looked and I always looked for ways to do things that would uncommodify this experience and make a difference so that people would sit up and take notice. This is my challenge to you. Regardless of the world that you're thinking of right now, whether it's your personal world, your business world, your community world, my challenge to you is, are you doing some things that frankly are sort of just normal? Are they, are they good, but are they normal? Are they, are they not really distinctive? And I'm going to challenge you to ask yourself, could you do these things with a twist? Could you uncommodify the services or the experience that you're delivering to other people? Whether it's these community experiences, the things we do in the community, it doesn't matter what it is, but I want you to challenge yourself to think about how can this be done differently? Again, not for the, just the sake of doing it differently, but for the sake of delivering a different experience to the people that we engage with and that we help in these ways. Do me a favor. As you think about what I've shared in this nitty-gritty, this nitty-gritty about my uncommodified journey to help, my story about when food isn't free, but you can't buy it, but you can shop for it, my story about this. I'm going to encourage you to share with me, uh, uh, look me up on social media, email me at tim at theuncommodified.com, but let me know how you're challenging yourself to uncommodify the things you're involved with. In addition, I have a secondary ask of you. If you're a person that is in your community, wherever you are in the world, if you're doing things differently, if you're standing up and standing out for all the right reasons, I don't care what sphere it's in, business, uh, politics, uh, community, uh, medical, social, it doesn't matter to me, whatever it is. If you are a person who is uncommodifying your world, I want to hear from you. I want to have you on my show. And if you know somebody in your community, in your world, at your work, wherever it is, that, that is uncommodifying the things they do for the benefit of others. I want to know about them. Please email me at tim at theuncommodified.com or even call me. I'll give you my personal cell number. My personal cell number, 519-497-2255. That's 519-497-2255. Call me and let me know what you're doing. I want to have you on the show or tell me about somebody you know and help me get them on the show that we can spread the word and people can be impacted and inspired by people's choice to uncommodify the worlds they live in and break the evil spell of sameness for others. Thanks and have an excellent day.